Hi everyone, and welcome back to Processions. So today, for Processions 13, I wanted to read from Sean Cubitt's Finite Media, Environmental Implications of Digital Technologies. This book sits into a larger literature of media and environment studies or media infrastructures that speaks to the relationships between largely digital technologies and our ecologies. And so there's a wide literature, including uh, geological media from Juicy Perica. I could go on and on and on. But um, the reason why I want to read from this, because I think it offers some insight into the way a reductive view of money, a Marxist view of money, sort of permeates into other disciplines of thinking about technology, society, and the environment. Um, Qubit talks a lot about the way, essentially, our technological apparatuses are predicated upon a overproduction process of mining and the way our media is essentially unsustainable. And there's a lot to affirm in that sort of trajectory in the way media and and technology is reliant upon and ultimately an extractive enterprise. But I want to read from Qubit in a way that seeks to perhaps take that important critique and think about money in a generative sense rather than in the sense of its ultimate evil. And so I will be reading from his introduction called Eco-Mediation, and I'll be reading from page 7. Cubit writes, Media are finite, in the sense both that, as matter, they are inevitably tied to physics, especially the dimension of time, and that their constituent elements, matter and energy, information and entropy, time and space, but especially the first pair, are finite resources in the closed system of planet Earth. Because they are finite, media not only cannot persist forever, they cannot proliferate without bounds. There are not enough of certain metals already for everyone on the planet to have the same access to equipment as Western consumers have become used to in recent decades. To create new materials means using up a finite stock of energy sources. The obsessive accumulation of everything that characterizes our era has limits. For many ecologists, this problem has its origin in overconsumption. For materialists, the source is as likely to be overproduction. The two are difficult to disentangle, but this book leans towards the latter, not only because it offers a more persuasive explanation, but because overconsumption is presented to us politically as an ethical issue, as matter for individuals. Where overproduction is a political matter involving us as social beings. We are all worn down with the almost impossible moral obligation to shop ecologically and to persuade others to. Ecological crisis, it is argued here, is not the fault of individuals, but of the communicative systems. Most of all, the tyranny of the economy, of money as the dominant medium of 21st century intercourse between humans and our world. Qubit, I think, presents... Here, an account of media, money, and ecology that doesn't stand up to a more capacious sense of what 
of media theory and of media analysis. Now, as I said, introducing this text, that's not to say that digital technologies and the production of digital technologies with mineral extraction, and especially that of precious metals, is not a big problem and not a and not a worthwhile thing to critique. There are a lot of critiques of that sort of thing. There's a book called Prehistory of the Cloud. Rob Nixon has a canonical book on called Slow Violence that speaks to this. Um, I could go on. But importantly here, there's a few really baseline assumptions that Qubit is making that really contract the definition of what media are and what the economy is. So first, he says media are finite. Now, he, he links this to physics, matter, energy, materiality. So in a sense here, we just want to say like, no, media are not finite. The, the, the material components that make up media are perhaps as resources relatively speaking, in the last instance, finite. We might run out of particular forms of metal. Um, but that is not the horizon of what media is. And so this media and materiality lens that Qubit comes from is a radical contraction. And of course, this is where we get to the pro I mean, the, the central problem of language and, and, and counting and abstraction and all of these means by which mediation facilitates over a time horizon our collective dependence and importantly our collective reproduction through productive productive decisions right we could think of fred lee's microeconomics work which will and i have talked about on superstructure quite a bit since we started the podcast and so no, media are not finite. A very particular subcomponent level of media are finite. And that reduction is important for critiquing qubit because we want to also articulate what a positive project of eco-socialism that contends with the way there are relative limits on the physical resources with which we build and produce goods, technologies, right? How can we go from getting from where we are now, where we are overproducing and over overproducing very particular forms of media and over polluting, right? Carbon into the atmosphere. How do we get from there to sustainability? And the first question and the first thing that comes up is of course mediation. We see this in Kim Stanley Robinson's The Ministry for the Future. We need different forms of mediation that cultivate a productive apparatus that itself is sustainable, that is decarbonized, that is that that takes into account the needs of the precious metals and, and the overproduction and overextraction of precious metals in the world. And so moving from that theoretical point to, of course, the question of money, we have, it all unravels here too, right? For Qubit, money is the dominant medium of 20th century intercourse between humans of the world, right? 
So he sees it as a, a dialectical interaction of the world being for others, i.e. humans who are being for themselves. And money as a mediation facilitates that intercourse. That is very particularly a Hegelian framing. And it's, again, premised on money as a, at first, passive mediator that then becomes autonomous, totalizing, and determinate as a mediating logic of extraction. This is the classic Marxist primitive accumulation argument, and it is entirely wrong because it situates money as an autonomous dominant medium rather than a function of political decision making, rather than a qualitative, qualitatively infinite medium for cultivation. And so we're left here with a real dilemma. Qubit is merely saying we have to overthrow capitalism, otherwise we are going to destroy the planet. Now, that's true in some sense. We have to overthrow the particular logics of liberal modernity and liberal money if we are going to essentially continue to exist as we know it, and that's with a big asterisk as well. Um, but as Kim Stanley Robinson has made imaginable, and I have written elsewhere, it takes a monetary transformation. It's not about overthrowing this relation of capital, which is premised on this Hegelian schema of money becoming the all-consuming, totalizing signifier out of the encounter as a process of dialectical history. And so taking on, of course, Qubit's important defense of the need for less extraction, the entire theoretical schema forecloses eco-socialist possibilities at every step. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this. P feel free to uh, share it online. And please, if you want to support us, listen to uh, this seven days earlier by subscribing to our Patreon. Have a good one. <laughs>